0: So so that ultimate price that he paid caused us to now be something that we weren't before. We were separated, we were on a different wavelength, we were a different, you know, the old us, right? The old man, <laughs> the old. Um, but now... So when we talk about... Sometimes we get uh, we're not experiencing what we know Jesus promised we would and we shall and we will. But there's a frequency of heaven that broadcasts that and that is where we need to dwell. So Jesus talked about John 15 abiding. If you abide in me in my words, if I didn't you, you'll ask whatever you will. So we're all so it's it's. Mm. so I want to talk about identity our identity is even the creation is rejoicing yeah. <laughs> the chickens are quackling. <laughs> the chickens are clucking. when they lay an egg, they're happy because that's the way God created them, that's what God had for them to do. I'm serious that even when it's not very convenient, I'm sitting there then the chickens are... Because it laid an egg. It produced the fruit what God asked it to do and kind of wired it to do. You know? And so what, if the chicken lays an egg, it rejoices because it's it's just doing... Okay. <laughs> Alright, we'll leave the chickens now.
1: Paul, we're topic of frequency. Yeah. To What you're talking about, uh, this morning, coincidentally, I was, I was watching a video, uh-huh. and the guy's name is Ravi Shankar. plays an instrument called the sitar, very complicated instrument. Uh-huh. Um, But to what you're saying, I'm looking back at the video, I watched, for, I watched it twice. Uh-huh. So, the sitar is a very complicated instrument because there are five strings on the top. Uh-huh. Is it like a like guitar? Mm-hmm. Is, is it, it like,
2: guitar? Guitar, yeah.
1: like a guitar? And, But under under the five strings on the top, there are a whole lot of other strings. They call melody
3: strings,
1: and you're listening to this UK woman was interviewing about it. Like, how does the string play the sound. He says he only plays the top strings. Mm -hmm. There's a way to play it, Mm. and there's a thing called you know the frequency is resonance. Mm. So the strings at the bottom, the melody strings, resonate to the main strings, and it produces a very unique sound that. So a Stard is one of the most complicated, but most, one of the most beautiful things you can play. Mm. And it comes from the fact that you're playing... A normal person can only play so many strings on the guitar. Right? Yeah. This guy's playing five strings, but there's a whole range of resonance strings. Mm. Right? And for me the resonance is, is to your point, right? Mm. Being in the presence, mm. I mm. mind being there. Because mm. yeah, I mean, you, cause those strings, all you do is you make themselves available. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they do nothing else they just sit there.
0: They're picking and, up and imitating. Yeah, yeah, available
1: to the presence
0: yeah.
1: of the main string. The main yeah. that's us. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, and the, and because they're so available, mm. when the when the play is playing the staff they resonate and they produce a sound that's unique only to that instrument. And
0: yeah, and those underlying strings they have to be tuned to their tuning, right? I, I assume they keep them all tuned, all those little strings underneath. They
1: tune the top strings. Sorry? They tune the top strings. Yeah. I'll show you the video
0: but yeah. the lower strings, I'm just curious, are they tuned or are they just... I mean, they must be they tightened to, to they a must, certain...
1: must be tuned to a certain... Because, if you yeah. to a because yeah. the
0: resonation yeah. happens when they are both Attention. tuned the way they need yeah. to be. Yeah. So
1: mm-hmm. They need to be tuned to the string about them. Yeah. Every, every third. Yeah, you like yeah. the tension determines at what frequency you in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I yeah. Mean, so as you are speaking when you talk about frequency mm. of heaven you just like I this thing twice this morning. I it to like about five people just to hear the instrument.
0: Yeah. Because, some, because sometimes the gospel the simplicity of what and the power of what actually happened there is, lost sight of, and we make it, it it tends to be made something which is religion, you know? Mm -hmm. A, A system of beliefs, even, and actions, and a mechanism. But the only, in its pure form, the gospel is our union with Christ and are abiding in that being... keeping the garden of our heart, the parable of the sower, which Jesus said we must understand that to understand anything else. It's connected to everything else. We we just tend to the garden of our heart. That's our garden. (laughs) You know, that we keep available, so they become available, those strings. We make that available to God. And the enemy who wants to sow in the weeds and stuff, we just pull out those weeds... You know, we make sure the soil is deep and not superficial. We don't let the cares choke out and and clutter our track, which is God. Mm-hmm. You know, eternal life, knowing Him, Jesus Christ, whom He has sent. Yeah, Paul,
1: just one more thing. Sorry, now I share the video. With you know, for me, nothing happened by coincidence. So I'm just reflecting back on the video I watched now. And in an interview, the lady asked him, that, so how do you learn the instrument? Because he said they learned like a traditional instrument." Traditional instruments that like you pick up a guitar there's a chord sheet and stuff like that. Good then, Uh um so it's an Indian an instrument, so the person that teaches them is called Google. Teaches them how to play this instrument. But it's only it's one of the few instruments where you are taught by word. By word. By word. So you watch it and you'll see, right? Uh-huh. The the, the guy sits with you and he talks you through playing an instrument. There is no like chord sheet or like not reading chord. it. Yeah, like, you know, like the Trump, mm. traditional music or yeah. yeah. you've got a goachee chest, you know, and you get a note out of a chest. So and for me, it's good cool if we are having this, you know, I don't know, I'm coming to this type of song, right?
0: Um, <laughs> I didn't know either. I didn't, <laughs> no, I, I also didn't know I was going to say this, so <laughs> there you go. what <laughs> right?
1: like, I mean, you know, we talk a lot about nothing happens by
0: coincidence.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, and, and it's, um, it's taught by word. So, mm. Guru, who is the teacher, Talks them through this
0: instrument by word, and once they, they learn to play it, and make these things resonate. Mm. Yeah, lots of parallels there, obviously. No, with with the word of God, He sent His word, and we give place to the word. We simply make sure the garden of our heart and our strings are on His believing. You know, we're believing. You know, in other words, we, we don't we don't allow our perceptions to be other than what his word defines for yeah. us. The term he
1: uses in the degree is oral. Say again? He says it's oral. Yeah. So what it's
0: the that I think,
1: oral what means. it's spoken. Right. You are spoken to the instrument. Yeah. You are spoken to yeah. you are spoken to play. Yeah.
0: yeah. And in fact, the very, very best musicians, yes. whether... They're emitting the tones of heaven or the other side. They have fully given themselves over to be on that frequency, and so the instrument becomes an extension of what they're receiving, and and it's played yeah. through the instrument. And so as they're learning, that they're bogged down with all the technicalities and all of the, you know, how, you know how to. But then as at the pinnacle of the expression, it's just you know you're, you're broadcasting that which you're receiving, and so actually that's the way you know God has intended that uh, the body of Christ operates. You know the Word, His words, set the track for us to experience union with him. So but so, what we wanted to, to get at today is that identity in Christ. Now as soon as I say that we know what that means doctrinally. Yes, my identity is in him. But practically the gospel is how to just keep ourselves in tune so that the resonation happens and it's just God coming through us. I mean, we're there in the process, but it's like we're not hindering now. Mm-hmm. We're, we've recognized who we are. We've recognized that it, it, it's no longer about our efforts in human form in, in the sense of you know achieving this, achieving that, but it's like it's an acceptance I heard somebody describe this which I didn't know like the, the caterpillar which turns into a butterfly they have two DNAs one is of the caterpillar and you know it goes into the cocoon and basically that old one is cast aside now that old DNA and now there's a new DNA which is making them a new creation really <laughs> and so there is a leaving behind of the old and it's a separate DNA and they just become something else and so we are as newborn babes our journey starts off in Christ we, we did, and we always desire but the sincere pure milk of the word why? it's defining the parameters for us for a new life That we've entered into. That we know nothing about. And the old nature cannot help us define it. And characterize the limitations. And the ramifications. And the unlimitedness of heaven. Yet. Sometimes we allow the thoughts of the old nature. To leak over and define it for us. And that's why we come up lacking. Experientially. So. A baby, when it's born into this world, has no clue about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a blank slate. And so if that baby lives under a you know, kind of a not good situation and they're told things, they, they form this identity which is not God's identity for them, but it's what people have put upon them. And they and thus they experience certain things because they expect that. But when a baby is born, I was listening to somebody describe um, somebody who I can't remember what happened, but something they lost all sense of. Of um, they didn't they couldn't understand what what is color, what is proximity, what, they'd lost all that sense. And so somebody had to describe, because they had no clue. Col- somebody mentioned color and said, well, what is color? And they had to describe what color is. They described proximity. What, what, what does that mean? It, it, it's, it's how close. You're... And so every word was defining the parameters that they're now going to use to live life. And it's like God's Word is that to us. Mm -hmm. He defines the parameters for us. And as a newborn baby, we drink that in and we allow it to, to, to show us what life with God looks like. So when we talk about only allowing the thoughts of God, we have to be careful of what we allow ourselves to think. Because... Often, I mean, that's what the enemy does. The enemy is there saying stuff which God has not said. And he's trying to define our parameters. And he's trying to get us to go by past experiences, especially failures. But you'll notice in the Bible, they didn't build, God never told them to build the <laughs> altar to failures, but to the victories. Yeah. <laughs> We're only supposed to remember and and. and Build that altar to the victories. David said, like the lion and the bear, this uncircumcised Philistine, Goliath, is going to come down. He built altars in his mind to the successes that God has given him. A baby learns to walk. Falls down a bajillion times in the process, right? It's just like, but he doesn't give up. Why? Why? Because he's looking to the parent, to his parents, and he's saying, "I see it's possible, so of course I'm going to do it," you know. And, and he doesn't get dissuaded by all of the. Th- but yet, that's the process there. I mean, it's uh, I don't know. There's some babies that just kind of take off running right away. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm not aware of any. But I, th- normally speaking, you. Ex- the baby will experience, the, the young child will experience certain things, which is a learning process. <laughs> but, the, but we're not there as parents going, oh, you know, condemnation. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. In other words, it was a recognition of that growth process. God knew that we were going to grow into this place of fullness, of maturity. And he's not condemning in the process. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, we need to understand that when God gives us his word, it's not for condemnation, it's to show us who to look to. We're looking unto Jesus, right? Our big brother, our God, our Savior. So, just as the baby looks, through, he sees the people around them walking. says, So, it's like... So he sets off to do it, and he, you know, he's like struggling, and he's like, "This is not who I am." The inability to walk—that—that—that—that's what I can do too. And so he's just looking around, seeing all these people walking, and so he doesn't get discouraged that, you know, he's he's hasn't got there yet. You know what I mean? So, so we as as newborn babes, we desire that sincere milk, milk, milk of the word. It's good stuff if we allow His Word only to define the frequency that we allow our mind to travel on. So we talk about the renewing of the mind and the renewing of... And there's the spirit of our mind, the Bible talks about. That's the subconscious you that defines what's going to happen. Our conscious mind is there saying... You know, this is scientific fact, too. You know, the way the mind works, you know. We can say this, but subconsciously we've disqualified ourselves. The spirit of our mind, the subconscious is like, that's why we think we need to work so hard, because we need to make up for what we're feeling subconsciously in the spirit of our mind that this ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so we try to, 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 to counteract that. But God wants us to wear a path in the field. You know, I was riding my mud bike through the, 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 the round landscape, and there's like these big tall grasses, but there's these little tracks that evidently people walk on, and they're like narrow, you know? And because it's so well used, it, it formed this pathway that you could actually go on. And so it's like, Faith without works is, is dead, right? So faith is always expressing itself. It's always going to go on a pathway. And after a while, and, and <laughs> even if it's a learning process of, of you know, like a little a young child learning to, to walk or whatever, but it's like as that pathway is um, traveled on, there becomes a, a, a pathway that's easier next time. There's something happening. And we begin to, because, but it's about identity. The child knows, of course I can. That's the subconscious driving the child to to keep going. And so we, we sit with God, we read his word, and we allow God's word to set the parameters for us by embracing it with a simple childlike faith. And we don't question God in the sense of allowing our old nature to come and create a disconnect. Like, yeah, but I haven't experienced that. Or this doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so there's that old DNA, the old nature, which now, okay, it's butterfly time. We're leaving behind that old nature, right? We have to consider it crucified with Christ. Gone. What does it mean, gone? That means you don't pick it back up. (laughs) simple. Yes, but I'm not experiencing... Okay, but this is who you are. If a a banana tree never produced a banana yet, it's still a banana tree, isn't it? It's its identity. So we... Yeah, but I've never experienced that yet. It doesn't matter. It's who you are. And that's, if you abide, the fruit is going to come. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but in that process, the enemy tries to attack and come in because, oh, he's like freaked out that, you, that you're going to, you know, end up in the place like Jesus where, you know, it's just everything is just working. You know what I'm saying? And just because there is that process of, allowing what God says and making place for in our heart to to define who we are you are i am we are as believers children of god and we can do what our father says we can do like and we look to our big brother Jesus and that's why he's the author and the finisher of our faith as we keep looking to him looking unto Jesus <laughs> The author, the fin, not looking to how we failed in the past, looking to what we've experienced thus far, not looking to anything. Anybody, even we look to. I mean, if there's something good in somebody else and you see it, then you then and you're attracted. Yes, that then of course, yes, take that because that's from God. But we look unto Jesus, He sets the parameters which are pretty wide and powerful. (laughs) Because he said, same works and greater, right? But we have to get beyond the the doctrinal mind thing of the conscious and wear a pathway through that field of life experience where we're just allowing his word to define and it doesn't matter what we experience. Because the God thing, God does. But as far as our part, we keep our strings in tune with him, those underlying strings of, what do you call that? The satar? sitar. Sitar, that instrument. So we keep our strings ready and believing. And just, we read the word, and we honestly, like a little child, just receive it. We don't say yes, but. We don't need to show God our butt. Okay, he wants our heart. <laughs> he wants our heart. <laughs> he wants our heart. Okay, he wants everything, but, but especially our heart. Okay, it's like because if you show me, that means you're walking in a different direction. You're turning around. You need to face him and embrace what got him, and together with that, what he has said, and we allow then His Word to define the parameters, and we start walking on that pathway. And, you know, there may be a process. You you might just start running. And, awesome. And But sometimes you may, you know, hit hit a rock. You didn't see the the pathway in the spirit of our mind is, is still being formed. The renewing of our mind and the spirit of our mind, you know. But as we... Jesus said it this way. He talked about simple childlike faith. And if we abide, John 15, if we abide, what does that mean? That means we embrace, we allow to define, we allow to, as a little child or like that person who lost all sense of and it was explained to them what that is. Oh, okay. Without any sort of allowing the old nature to come and put its parameters. No, that old DNA, that that caterpillar is done. Now, we're a new creation. Paid for by the precious, powerful blood of the suffering of Jesus Christ, by his wounds. We have been healed. We're not trying to be... We are the healed of the Lord. We are the blessed of the Lord in whatever God has said about us. And so it's not something we are trying to achieve and convince God of and to do with it, not by might nor by power, by my spirit. And I've already done it. It is finished, but God's just trying to get us to, to tend to the garden of our heart and just uh, bring every thought captive so that we don't allow a different track to, to be formed through that field. God, he says, my way is narrow. My, uh, you know, and this is, the narrow way is the way that the Spirit is leading. It's, It's the pathway of life and good and fruitfulness and whatever. So he said, narrow is the path. Because God wants the best for us. That's a narrow way. The very best in every situation is a narrow way. That means the thoughts and the perspectives of the old nature, of the enemy, of the world, of this, of that, we cannot go there. We have to stay in the simplicity of childlike faith and trust in what God has said about us, that we are his child, that he's not limiting us in any way, that in Psalm 139 books were written about every day of our life. God wrote them down before we even stepped foot into this world so there is a he, and he tuned he created us so uniquely just like that instrument which is there's nobody like you nobody can replace but it's like he's created that pathway in every situation he just asks us to abide not, not to worry so much about the technical technicalities he just says don't water down don't dilute What he has given us. And so, when we talk about entering into everything that God has for us and and all his promises fulfilled, we, we have to go back to how do you think about yourself? Your identity. What do you tell yourself? What thoughts do we allow to define us when we're in a situation and... If, okay, if kind of cliche to say, but if Jesus was in that situation, what would he do, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, if, if, what's his frequency? What is God broadcasting? Is that what we're allowing into our paradigm, this, into our, the spirit of our mind? Or are we minimizing what he paid for? By allowing a different frequency, a different thought to be given place in our uh, paradigm. So that's the renewing of the mind. The renewing of the mind is, um, you know, bringing that every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Obedience of Christ meaning we, we give place to what Christ has said. His word, his his He defines the parameters. That's where we step on the pathway which is forming that through the, the jungle of the, the tall grass. It's forming that pathway whereby next time it's going to be easier every time as we just exercise that muscle really. And it is done in relationship with God because the faith works by love. So it's not just a a mental thing. It's an engagement of God. You have said this, and we give our whole heart to Him, just as He gave everything to us. And we, and so we meet Him in that place, just you know, like we were doing, you know, and, and we just make space relationally with Him. And so it's not just a a, a, um, a mechanical thing, but it is something where the Spirit dwells. In the relationship, he dwells with the humble in heart. What does that mean? That means a heart which is not thinking a different way. In humility, it receives what God gives and his word and his directives. And in fact, our heart is open to that, seeking him in that way all the time. Because we want to walk by his spirit. We want to be led by his spirit and not another voice. So we we actually defer. In all our ways, we acknowledge him. And he directs our path because we we are actually deferring to him, and so.
2: um, Yeah. yeah. um, um, That the chosen. I'm just thinking of that that he Jesus said to. um, Well, that was just a nice. Now that you say that, I thought of that when he said to Peter. And He said, "Come, you must join me." When you went to to you the guy at the baths, you know that. Right. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he went with the. Um, he said, "I've got an appointment." Yeah. You know, for that man. Mm. So let's go. Yeah. And you can join me. So yeah. he had a. He's gonna go. Mm. He's gonna. He's gonna be healed. Mm. you know, not with mm. the. You know, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He went with the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go and yes. do it, you know. Yeah. And it was so nice that that words that he said when the guy said, um, oh, but I don't have anybody to take me into the yeah. water and he just said you only need me. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah, there was that's that yeah. just get, that's
2: nothing. Yeah.
0: You only need me. Yeah. Yeah, there was no you know, aspect of <laughs> I, gee, I hope this works <laughs> because because the spirit of Jesus' mind, he, he lived in that secret place, he lived, and that pathway was exercise. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't that every time he had to like pull up his spiritual socks, and, <laughs> <laughs> okay, now because he was living this other way, and now he just abided yeah. abode ab- abide so but that's the thing, so the spirit of our mind is that confidence
2: now once I can remember when we went to the hospital you said one day, you said it's like a doctor when he mm. goes into a you know you go and see a doctor mm. and you go, he, he, he doesn't enter the room and, he, he's, or he's, and yeah. going to, yeah. he walks in with confidence
0: yeah you don't want that doctor working on you <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: you want the doctor that you know, he comes in know
0: that and, yeah. and, and, and you know why that is it's because he has a history of what yeah. he's talking about. It's a path well worn of, in that case, information and this and that, and he's like, you know, so with God, we need to have a history, a re, or a, let's say, a relationship yeah. which is well used. You know what I'm saying? And his word is a part of that because he wrote us a letter. I mean, we want to... And he speaks to that, you know? And so we... But the Holy Spirit is our teacher who brings it all to life. He said, the words I speak, they're spirit and they are life. It's not just this tool that we pick up in our conscious and try to start swinging. There is a connection in the spirit with our identity. And this is today what I really want us to understand, how we can put on Christ, like the scripture says. The scripture says, put on Christ. So what you, there is that secret place of abiding in God where we, can, we should actually be putting on Christ and making sure we're in that place. It's it's a decision. It's a it's a acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an ac- acknowledgement and Philemon uh, One ta- verse six. Huh. One
4: verse
0: six. Probably. What is the quote is, it for us?
4: Um, the acknowledging every good thing that is in you by the confession of your faith.
0: Yeah, it talks about how our faith. Yeah, depending on translation, how it says yeah, it, but it it's says. One.
4: <laughs> it's one verse six. Well, there is only one. I thought I had it down here because I want to quote it. Because
0: oh, here it is. I I like. I think I, from the Passion Translation, uh, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to, I know what's on here somewhere. I saw it. Come back. Here we go. Making of your faith effectual. I know, this is just the New King James. Yeah. (laughs) That the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So when we put on Christ, basically we're acknowledging God in the context of the new creation life. Which we are in him, so we 're acknowledging the power of christ 's what he did for us in making us a new creation it 's a new identity it 's not about now the formula that you use. I mean the formula will obviously be in conjunction with faith and being led by his spirit and believing in what he said. You know these are the parameters: heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the levers. He went around doing good. Delivering, healing all who are oppressed by the devil. I mean, that's, you know, your, our parameters, right? Yeah. So, but um, we must acknowledge who we are. Why, how is this even possible? Okay, because Jesus said, okay, yes. But what happened to allow this to be possible now? What happened is Jesus suffered. He paid the price He was crucified on our behalf. He rose from the dead. He went to the Father. He sent the Holy Spirit. And we've received him. And so now we are a new creation that never existed before where God's own spirit indwells us and we're connected to him. He was joined to the Lord as one spirit with the Lord. In Romans um, 8, it says, uh, um, You are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. If anyone doesn't have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. It's just interesting the way that, it is that you are not in the flesh. You're in the Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit, you're in the Spirit. And the Spirit is in you. And the two have become one. And you're joined unto the Lord. So we must acknowledge that. And when we talk about putting on Christ, and understanding our identity in Christ, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about acknowledging something Jesus did already. We're not trying to get there. It's not, listen, it doesn't matter how much you fast and pray. It, in the sense of, you will never achieve what Jesus already achieved on your behalf. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, I mean, it's good fast and pray, be led by the Spirit, do all that. But I'm saying, it's not to attain what we're talking about. Because Jesus paid the price to make us a new creation and join to Himself. Mm-hmm. And now, our role is to acknowledge what He has done. We are in the place where we become a flashpoint for miracles. We are in the place where we experience every good and perfect gift from our Father of lights, and it's not by your or my achievements. It's not by your and my human effort works. What can we do to work the works of God? They asked Jesus, he said, believe in him whom he has sent. So we must acknowledge Christ in us and what he has done and settle our identity and not allow the thoughts which contradict our identity and what Jesus said is possible and the parameters of heaven that he gave us to operate in. Monitor your thoughts. We must monitor our thoughts because that's either the enemy or the old nature or the spirit of God. And the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than a double-edged sword, and it can divide between soul and spirit and joints and marrow. Only God's Word, infused with His Spirit, can divide what is soul, what's of the enemy, and what's from the Spirit of God. So we must abide in His Word. Like Jesus said, John 15, Abide in me, and if my words abide in you, you'll ask whatever you desire shall be done because we're only going to yield to what's from God. So we must stay in that place where God's Word lights our path in front of us. His Word is a lamp into our feet, a light into our path. And so we must be putting on Christ and abiding in His Word so His light is always shining. We have the context of His Word. We have the track of His Word. We have the Spirit which um, we are in constant fellowship with. It's the Holy Spirit who is our touch point of heaven. It's like, that's his, That's what he does. He, he said, Jesus, I'm going, but I'm going to send one, and he's going to be with you. He's going to be your teacher. He's going to be your comforter. He's going to be your advocate. He's going to be representing what God has decreed and enforcing that on your behalf, but you must cooperate with your advocate. <laughs> if you have an advocate and you're in the... Courtroom and stuff, is, he's representing you. It's best to cooperate, <laughs> not argue with your own advocate. You know? So the Holy Spirit, when he leads us to do something, even if we don't understand, he's doing it for us. So we, in childlike faith, should just flow with what he's saying. Even though we don't understand, it is scriptural, scripturally evident that God has led people to do things which didn't make sense. Abraham? Isaac? How much sense did that make? You know, um, so there's other instances too. You know, God and the prophets said, I want you to lay on your side for... How long did you lay on your side? Years? Or like a very long time. And cook your food over... Anyway, so God asks people sometimes to do things that if they allowed themselves, they would have challenged in their own thinking. The Bible talks about those who oppose themselves within themselves. You know what I'm saying? So this... Imagine what God can do with a believer who is not opposing themselves within themselves subconsciously but imagine if we would be in the place where we just the old nature is crucified with christ Mm -hmm. we don't go back there god's word becomes our light that we walk by Mm -hmm. and we don't allow any other thought to encroach and so we do not oppose ourselves within ourselves By allowing that uh, old nature to interject itself. Mm -hmm. This is the renewing of the mind where we live that way. And we choose to not walk by past experience. Not to walk, to build an altar to the failures. Mm -hmm. But to build an altar to what God has said and the victories. We all have victories we can look at in our life. Where God has done things. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Build an altar to that. Is to God, but make a memorial to the victories that you have seen Christ do in and through you, and then we are on the frequency where um, God can move. I don't want it's, it's a very stupid example, but I'm thinking of
2: Frankie came to us that day when he was on his way to Albert to tell him the dream and the pictures and whatever mm-hmm. and as he stopped at the gate you know, we have to open for him yeah and, but sometimes some the visitors come through and then you open but then um, one of the people who live in Shama, they will come and then they take the call, you know, you open the gate for the visitor, but then they come through and now they have to phone again anyway, long story, so but he came somebody took the uh, when the gate opened they took it and um, Frankie tailgate or <laughs> he quickly wanted uh-huh. to go and he knocked his <laughs> I think the side of his scar just a little bit the <laughs> scratch just. and he said to me I said I, when he stopped he said oh man this guy uh, took the um, you know he explained to me what happened but he said Frankie he, explained took the yeah. gap in the opening or oh, something yeah. yes he um uh, it is not the, yeah. the thing because he thought you would just quickly go you know, because it was.
0: I mean, the gate was closing. Any kind of hit on yes. the side or something. And I
2: opened for him, but uh. one of the residents took yeah, yeah. it. You know, so oh. you push push know what oh. I mean. Oh. Like, yeah. So <laughs> now you have to phone anyway. And he said to me, he said yes. And he was walking around and looking at the thing. He said, but you know, listener, I, I, I wanted to say, <laughs> I wanted to say something to the men because he got out I think and he wanted to say but he said I don't want to go there I want to stay in this in this place with God yeah. you know by yeah. doing yeah. the right thing yeah. you know yeah. he, he doesn't want to leave that yeah. his way with God you know yeah. that, that dwelling something yeah. that I will remember because you yes. know, he, he, he want to say something because yeah. But within that, it doesn't want to leave that yeah. place.
0: Because you value that relationship and what you share as a result mm-hmm. of the two staying and think with each other. It's like, and that's that's what, if we can view it or understand that this is what it is, it's, re- it's an expression of our relationship with God. Yeah. We're not picking up a bunch of tools and trying to hack away at situations we're entering into this relationship with God, which we have. It's We're in it. Yeah. It just may be going... It could be going better, or... You know what I'm saying? But it's like, everything's there in the context of that relationship with God. But now, John 14, Jesus said, if you love me, you're going to keep my word. You're going to walk on that <clears throat> narrow path. You're not going to allow these other things. And so faithfulness in a relationship looks like something. Love looks like something. Love walks on that place where we don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, look, we have an av- if, if we do, God has made provision and we get back, I mean, we are all you know, have shouted at that taxi driver or something, maybe sometimes. No. You know what I'm no. saying? But it's like we, as soon as we realize we need to go back. Jesus paid the price for that. You know what I'm saying? So, but there is that place and the more that we make that our life experience to stay in that frequency, God's frequency, and not get off His frequency, not listen to other stations. Listen to His station. Only allow His station. And our heart... Bec- but we we understand that it's it's a re- it's an expression of our relationship with Him. It's not just <coughs> an action, isolated. It is a reflection of our relationship with God and our level of faithfulness and love that we have with in and for Him. And so, faith that works by love. That's that's that. You know, it's it's the things that we do. Because faith is an action. It results in an action. And we don't want to go... You know, like... uh, um, Moses was saying, Lord, if you don't go with us, we ain't going. (laughs) It's like, there's no point. Right? It's like, you must go with us. Or otherwise, it's like... And so so sometimes we isolate results and actions and we analyze. But we must... We must realize that jesus said i don 't do anything but what I see my father do mm-hmm. that means he 's always beholding the face of his father, and so he's because he 's always beholding and finding the track through that grassy field of the world, you know what is the track you, you want and his word, his spirit together, like two oars you know and two legs where we run, so his word and his spirit and they define what God is, would have us do in a situation. But that faith will work by love the best. You know, because that's the, that's the... And as we make that our daily bread, as we make that a habit, we are renewing our mind and the spirit of our mind. And we want to get to that point where the spirit of our mind is that confidence. It's just, and our confidence is in God. We're strong in the grace that is in God. And we, we're just resting there. The rest of faith. We're abiding there. And you know. But we can rest. We, we can enter into that rest. let be diligent to enter into that rest. And just, just start now. Just start. So, so that putting on Christ. Is the acknowledgement. It's the putting on. And you can, you can literally do that right now. If you're not right. <laughs> you can literally do that. Where you're acknowledging who you are, who God has made you to be as a new creation, that you are infused with His very Spirit, that there's no separation. It's the perfection of the finished work of Christ in you as a result of His suffering on your behalf. So it's not... You, you don't. In, we should not inject ourselves into the equation. Yeah, but I didn't pray three hours yesterday, you know, and I didn't... So I don't know if I can claim the right to... We're qualified... The scripture says through what jesus has done for us and of course you're going to want to spend time with the one you love and all of that helps keep a clear window in your car you know when your car window gets dirty what do you do oh car's dirty i'm going to start crashing into things no you clean it <laughs> get the water of the word and the spirit and just clean off that window and repent and whatever and just clean the window So you can see properly. The outside world didn't change, but your ability to interact with it in a better way just got upgraded. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like the same, maybe dirty outside, but at least you're seeing clearly what you need to do now and how to navigate. And that's, so not by might nor by power, but we navigate by the Spirit of the Lord. We walk in fellowship with Him. We acknowledge Him in our heart with a yielded heart, and we just then his word is you know lighting our path and the spirit is right there to back up and and so we need to not worry about the results of things mm-hmm. that's god's doing
3: mm-hmm.
0: our part is i mean if those underlying strings of that instrument tried to do the job of the top strings and they were un and they were uncomfortable with their identity as those strings I want to be on that, and I want to be, and they try to, no, no, we be, we tend to the soil of our heart. We have a believing garden in our heart. We accept with childlike faith what God has said. Then we are tuned where we need to be, and so when God does something, we're, we're going to resonate. You, you know what I mean? And we are going to, yes, but I haven't seen it. Don't go there. Our job, our role in co-laboring with God. God is God. Yeah, but I'm a co-laborer with him. Yeah, but God is God. (laughs) I understand we're co-laborers with Christ. But we're not God. God is God. He will do his part. We do our part, which is cooperation with what he has said. And we don't second-guess and we don't worry. We don't inject the things which is like shooting ourselves under the foot. We, with childlike faith, trust, obey flow with what he has said and we just understand that that's who we are why we can participate in the work is because it's who we are by the working of Christ and his power in causing us by his spirit to be born again so we need to understand that we are a resonating point for God and, and the co-laboring and the, uh, the union with him that we have it's his doing he did it. He qualified us. We're there. We're in the zone. We're on his frequency. And we need to abide there. So we, if, if we're not there, we put on Christ, which is the acknowledgement of what he has done. And you can literally enter in. You just, like right now, you can just think. And you just acknowledge. Like, you know what I'm saying. This is this is the word, right? If, if you don't think, well, let me know. I'll give you Tons of scriptures. I have a bajillion scriptures I was going to share. I'm just saying them, but I'm not saying okay in verses. It's it's all Bible, okay. So if you have any doubt, let me know. But uh, what was I? Now? I got all excited about that little parenthesis. Um, putting on, okay. So literally, you know, we can acknowledge the work of Christ, which is you. You are the work of Christ. Your new creation, you. That's who you are. That old DNA of the caterpillar crawling around, it it is gone. Crucified with Christ. But the thing is, it, it's like there, but we, we should never go back to it. You know what I'm saying? Because the flesh is its attachment. And we still operate in the flesh. I mean, in the sense we have a body. <laughs> Not we operate in the flesh, but we, we have a body. And so there is still that opportunity to pick it back up. But we choose not to. And then we just... So putting on Christ... I'll just wrap it up with this. But it's literally... you getting on his frequency. Getting on his wavelength. Consciously making the decision that you're not going to go anywhere else. And you're going to stay there. So you, you can actually... It's a spiritual awareness. You can actually make sure that you've put on Christ and you're abiding there. And now it's it's who you are, and you're resonating with His Spirit. You know what I mean? So you're going to be led by His Spirit because you're on His frequency. You're not thinking different. How can two walk together unless they agree? You have to agree with God, or you, you're not, or we're not going to resonate. So we've already settled childlike faith. We've already, let us go on to perfection, Paul said, which is experiential walking with God relationally so it's like we put it on put on Christ keep yourself on his frequency and you acknowledge that now you are a resonating point of heaven and do what he said to do and do what he leads you to do you know and and you do it not with a timidity of I hope this works, but you do it as a resonating point of heaven of God as, as a new creation as a a child of God, uh, connected to Him. You're His body. He's the head. He's sending the signals to His Word and Spirit. And you're, you're, you're not second-guessing. And you don't look to what you see and what you don't see and all these things. You just simply stay in there. and you, But you're speaking in faith. Yeah. And Jesus said, when you do that, the mountain will move. Faith is that in birth persuasion of God, His Word, His Spirit, bringing something to the fore. This is who you are. This is what I said to do. This is what you need to do in this situation. And you do it. You cooperate. You don't oppose yourself within yourself because your subconscious is like and your conscious is uh uh. You just (laughs)
2: just
0: (laughs) crucify it all. It's hanging here on the cross. And now we choose to stay in the zone.
2: That's the hardest
0: thing. Yes. That's the hardest thing. But it's but we can do it. You have to. Huh?
2: You know, be like the doctor. You have to be you know, or go, and and we know it, but uh, it's in here
0: with me. It's so, that it's a fight? So that's, Bobby, but yeah. it right. says <laughs> it says strive in some translations, be diligent in others, or to enter into that place of rest. So this is what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and we all—it's just now we're identifying it, so we, we we can kind of you know practically put some.
4: But it makes. It makes a lot more sense when you put it in terms of the baby. I mean, the look, I love that because you, you, as a baby, you're looking at the, the parents going, yeah, but I can do that, I can do that. And, and for me, that's what resonates with me in my mind, is that we're taking the Word, the Word is a mirror, we're looking at ourselves, and Jesus is saying, I've done all of this for you, this is who you are, yeah. but you, need to, you just need to grow up into it. So for me, was that, yeah. a clicking Yeah, point. you need
0: to acknowledge it. Like John Lake said, he said, it's not about the doing, it's about the being. And yeah. getting that. Yeah. Because the doing will follow. Yeah. If you have faith, there will be actions that follow, there will be works. You know. But if you do the work without faith, then... You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, so we need to... Uh, what was the last thing you said? Please, no. you said difficult. Oh, difficult, right. right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but, but what we need to know is that we can enter that place of that rest.
2: Yeah, yeah because let me tell you, yesterday we had, um, uh, we went to the square, he doesn't know, but, we went, to the, and there was two children. I kept on looking at them, they've got this thick glasses. Yeah. It's small, they are that sh- that's short. Uh, yeah, and look, white, white skins, like they are see through. But the glasses, and I and I
0: didn't go, and I really felt like, you know, they must not wear their
2: glasses, Mm you know. But I was sitting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. So look, we all have those kind of things too. But But the thing is, now we have this this day, and we have days before. mm -hmm. We can't go back in the past, and God, you know. So there's no, you know. God doesn't sit there condemning us. You know, we all can identify things, but. He's when God shares something, it's it's an inspiring forward motion gesture. Come, you know, he's not there banging us on the head, but you know, he he. The point is that um, this place of rest, where we put on Christ, you see, as long as we think we have to do it, it becomes difficult. Yeah, yeah.
2: because I, I I don't think.
0: And so what is that? And so what is that? <laughs> That's the human factor. Yeah. The old nature injecting itself with its impossible parameters,
1: yeah.
0: yet we are a new creation infused, resonating with the Spirit of God. We cannot use those parameters anymore. We must consider them crucified with Christ, dead and gone. And we are not the one who does the results. We, our part, is we resonate with God and we do what he is saying to do. Yeah. And he's leading us to do. And we leave all, we let God be God, yet we co-labor with him because he, we're, we are resonating with him to do, to be the contact point. And we don't inject though the old nature limitations into the equation. And we just, but this, we need to understand this is a place we can rest in and live from at any moment right now. We can decide that we're not going to try to be the Holy Spirit. We're not going to try to be God. God does his thing. We do our part. Because Jesus said, you go and do this. You go, the hands on the sick, and they will recover. So there is that part for us to play. But God does the actual miracle, and when we try to take that yoke upon us, that I am—it's dependent on you. Yeah. The I am the well. one who yeah. needs to make that happen, that miracle. It'll crush you. We cooperate. its, it's, it's a, i understand how it's kind of like, but it's—we must distinguish, and there is. But you
2: know what you. Thought? I always think, what if it doesn't? happen?
0: yeah, but see, but you see, an would God yeah. did God inject that thought? Yeah, that is, is that the kingdom of heaven sending its broadcast signal, or mm-hmm. is that sound like something else? But God's word divides to help us identify. And according to the Word of God, yeah. nowhere in Scripture do I see Jesus teaching that. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? I
4: Paul Paul says not Paul but Paul, Paul says not the no. But he also says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, like what I found is that, you know, it, it's like putting off that old DNA. So if you're not putting off that old DNA, you're still keeping it, which means you haven't died. You haven't. You are not identifying with Christ's death. And it's resurrection. it's the
0: identifying with yeah. part that. We're trying to sell here.
4: That's the part that gets. For what happens if nothing happens? That's for me. Is when I say to myself, "Okay, you haven't. You are not partaking in what Jesus has paid for. You haven't been crucified with Christ because you're still alive. Your flesh is
0: still alive." See, look. This is this is We. <coughs> we the fact is, we are crucified with Christ. If we're a believer, mm. we are. We're there. It's just the we are allowing different things to frame our way of thinking other than God's Word, and we all have fallen into that. And that's what we're continuously growing in. But what I'm saying is we need to understand what this looks like. What it looks like is putting on Christ and not going there. So we are um, allowing sometimes the, the, the old nature to define the parameters. That's a parameter defined by the old nature. And and, and uh, we now need to identify, we, have our, we need to have our spiritual junk detector on all the time, which is the Word of God, which divides between, right? And walking with the Holy Spirit, so that's all activated, you know. And so we acknowledge the Lord, we walk with Him, and so now when we've put on Christ and we're in that walking in that secret place with Him, then our junk detector is highly um, sensitive. And so when a thought like that comes, we will recognize that it's not from the kingdom of heaven. It's not in in Mm -hmm. accordance with who we are as a resonating point of God. And so we just don't allow it into our paradigm. I use that example sometimes about, you know, the lady who dropped a frozen turkey on her foot, you know, and I was there, and, and she came hobbling and, and I was just when I saw her, and I was in front of her remember i don't know share that test but it was just like all in a moment, I knew there were two paths here one, I could start thinking about it, but then that would allow open doors to or I could just flow with what I know the spirits leading to do, and so that 's the choice we we need to make in every situation it 's a choice we make it God can 't make it for us because he has his track. Of his word and spirit. And then there's this other thing that always the enemy tries to push in and, and inject. And we have to just... Mm-hmm. In childlike faith. Childlike faith doesn't worry about the outcome and how mm-hmm. it just obeys, it just receives. And you don't worry about, you know, the... the it's like the,
2: the, the first thing you think, actually. Mm-hmm. You must get up. Yeah. But
0: it's yeah. when you sit. Yeah. A few mm-hmm. horses, that delay that is is, is giving... Space for something else to grow, and because God's Spirit doesn't work on that waiting. Now is the time of the yeah. time of yeah. salvation. Today, now God is I am, mm. not I will be. He is I am. So when his when he alights on our heart, he's birthing something now. Mm. How is he moving now? How do we? How the question is then? How do we? We pick that up and we cooperate with the now of God. And
3: um I sometimes wonder also if it's if it's our place to to expect what God should do now. You know? Like he, he just said I mean I remember that one years ago when I was with you at Deep Swift one mm. evening mm. And, and and you said that you called a few people to the front and said you must pray for them. And and I remember I was just not in a good space. I, I I was there but just because you asked us to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I wasn't feeling like on the spiritual high or anything. And then one guy uh, asked me to pray for his, his leg. And I mean, I was just like, he's oh. healed and I very, very and, and, then, uh, and he And he said, oh, no, no, oh. wow. To feel, to feel better and, you know, I was as surprised as he was. I thought, um, I know, I thought yes, that could have made like... It was like yeah, I, I had nothing to do with this, I know that. And, 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 and that just made me feel... Well, that changed my perspective a bit about what did God ask me to do? He asked me to plant a seed, you know? It's His decision if that plant is going to grow up now into a big tree instantly, or it's going can take time to grow up, and I mean, Mike. I like you said, let God be God. I mean, I did what He told me to do, you know. But after that, it's His decision if it's going to be instant, you know. But now, um, it, now we are disappointed when we don't see just everything happen now. But that's God's part, you know. The, the healing is His part, you know. If He does it quickly or over time or whatever. I mean, you hear lots of stuff about people doing something now and then God does stuff later or what, I don't know. I, but it just made me realize God asked so little of you, you know. The effort that you must put in is so little. You know, He just asked you, that's all He asked me to do was, was that, you know. And, and say say something. And then, um, and the rest was up to you. you, know, <laughs> you took, uh, because, but now I'm saying, God, why don't you make this this firework now, and yes, That's his decision? decide to do
0: that. Yeah, the yeah the thing is, like sometimes the more we inject ourselves and we actually worry about the outcome, mm-hmm. yeah. that ju- is just kind of showing that uh. we are injecting ourselves too much. Mm-hmm. Even in that case, you, I don't know what you was going through your mind, but you were like praying. As a matter of fact, you're you're praying. And, um, I don't know if you were, like, uh, you probably weren't too concerned about...
3: No, I wasn't. I mean, I... Think... Yeah.
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's... And also I've got
3: about it. I do like, I... I mean, other times I really feel like I'm injecting myself here and I'm putting in training and putting in effort and... Mm-hmm. But this time... I did nothing. I, I know,
2: honestly, but no. I, I, I no, that's, that's it, generally that's when it up. happens. <laughs> <laughs> I understand
0: what you're saying. It's because he it was just you got know, out it, the way. not really <laughs> feeling afraid. Yeah. You know, yeah. right.
2: Um so he wasn't thinking of yeah. if it's if yeah. it going to be better yeah. or not.
0: Yeah, as a general principle, it's like uh, it seems to me that the more we inject ourselves and we're s- stressing about the outcome, we're actually kind of not allowing God to just i 'm not saying not to worry in the sense of like it's just I, the way I could just clearly describe it is is what I've already said it's like we need to let God be God, we partner with him, and if god you know you know some people have pointed out that healing is healing, miracles is the instantaneous, and we also want to see miracles and stuff, but there you know some people have pointed out that those are can be two separate things, you know, and the gift of faith and this... So you have all these things, but the point is, Mm -hmm. when we are uh, ministering to somebody or whatever, we do it in simple childlike faith. Mm -hmm. We don't hinder ourselves by allowing the old man to have place with his doubts and unbeliefs and the, the, the caterpillar DNA contextual thing. We only acknowledge who we are, which is Christ's work. We're a flashpoint for heaven. We're a resonating point for heaven. And we in simple childlike faith know that God keeps his word. And we do it, but we allow him to do it. But we're partnering with him and not restricting in the way we're thinking about things. So, um, just one more little point. I'm going to stop here, but, um... So anything that you've experienced in the past is not holding you back. It's your perception and how you've responded to what happened in the past that matters. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we are not held back by our past unless how we think about it, we're applying to the now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we can look at the past as a growing experience but build an altar to the victories that we have along the way. You know what I'm saying. So, it's it's. So we'll just with this. Does that make sense about putting on Christ? That it's an actual experience of of the secret place of the Psalm of the abiding John 15, where you can just by acknowledging and yielding to the Lord, just put everything in His hands. We, we can be there right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right now, you can just put on Christ in the sense of, I mean, you already have Him, but it's like, you're putting on the experiential aspect. You're acknowledging who you are as a new creation, who He's made you to be. And you, you're actually not fighting that anymore, opposing yourself. And, and, you, you, and you can just be there with Him. You know what I mean? And And then you can minister, you can interact with people from that place. And you can choose... Not to yell at the whatever, or you can choose to not limit God when you're laying hands on somebody and you don't go into, yes, but in the past this didn't happen. You don't go there. You, you never go there. You just keep going forward and you wear that pathway and, and you're, in, and so your mind is being renewed, your subconscious is, is getting a new format because of, of you're developing your. You're expressing your relationship with God.
2: Mm. I think what helps is also every day you declare these things yeah. to yourself.
0: You say
4: mm-hmm. that out and you declare
2: yeah. them every day. And yeah. It's mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and, and it's connected with, uh, like I know from experience too, that you can do that in one of two ways. You can do that purely on a conscious level in your mind, mm-hmm. or you can do it from a place where you, you're really connected with your identity and you declare it. And so it's actually emanating from a place of acknowledging who you are and who Christ is in you and how he, you resonate with him. And so then you declare it, as a, and then it has its full effect because you're actually saying... So, again, an apple tree, even if there's no apple yet, it's still an apple tree. And its destiny is to bear the fruit of apples. And so we are the healed. Yeah. Of the Lord, we are blessed of the Lord, we are whatever it is <coughs> you know that that God reveals in His names and His nature and his we are that because we're His body, so now we're just simply agreeing with, and we need to yes, we need to remind ourselves, we need to refer as we are actually there, and we're acknowledging that, and just keep out all the other. Stuff you know, which tries to get in. Mm-hmm. So we do our part. God does His part, and then the two start. We we start running together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I woke up with this this morning. So I just felt. when I came in, I saw this black thing. I just uh, thought I must shit. Yeah.
3: So uh, and I heard a lot, loud voice in heaven saying, "No." Nope. Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of His Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God, and they have conquered Him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Hmm. What's that is Revelation, Revelation twelve,
0: Just mm. think to twelve. Amen. Yeah. So the yeah. So so loving not our lives unto the death. So we we abide in the place where the new creation life that can be expressed, yeah. and and we don't let the soul get in the way of of that, the old nature trying to save our skin and our, we actually just, whatever God says, say, Lord, what are you doing today? Cool, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just walking with God in that. um.
3: Yeah, that just, uh, led me to this other place as well, which I remember Andre Bronco's it to us the last time he was here. Mm-hmm. And I just, it just stuck to me since mm. uh, that Romans 11, verse 36, that says, uh, For from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. Mm. You know, just to... And I just I, I think about this verse almost every day. Mm-hmm. And just to think. And, and it, it it's the same as that, uh, that verse that says, if you're connected to the vine, you know, just stay connected to the vine. Otherwise, you can just be cut off and dry up, you know. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just stay connected, you know, let, let, his, let His Spirit flow through you every day, soaking you up, you know, and just, um, just like every, just helps me to think every morning, <coughs> every morning, like, whatever today I get is from Him, whatever I do is through Him. And whatever I do is to him anyway. Mm-hmm. Like just extensions of his his body, his spirit. You know? Yeah, right.
0: you like that scripture that says he's gathering together all things together in Christ. Yeah, it's like it's it's all he's the hub, and we're mm-hmm. connected, and it's like. Hi, my name is Paul Warren Gray with Life Mission. If you'd like more audio and video teachings like this one, please visit our website at www.lifemission.org.za. That's www.lifemission.org.za. And if you are in the Johannesburg area in South Africa, we hope you'll drop in so we can meet you in person. Details are on the website.